Welcome to Sex Communication, a project aimed at changing how people talk about sex. It features audio recordings of sex acts, extremely frank conversations, and many confessionals. Please note that our content is explicit and uncensored. And while these episodes may indeed arouse you, the intent is to inform and inspire. Join us now for a judgment and shame-free exploration of sex. Sexy, sexy, sex stuff. Sex. Hello and welcome to episode 58. Today is the quickie episode detailing how I got off from August 12th to August 18th of 2019. How did I get off? I didn't. I didn't masturbate. I didn't fuck anybody. I didn't do jack shit. Okay, I had a sexy dream yesterday, and that was that was really totally fully the extent of anything sexual this week, um, which was surprising to me because if you remember from last week's episode where I described the really shitty partner sex that I had, I really thought that my reaction going into this week was going to be one of motivation and intention, you know, that I was going to uh, be driven to find or attract a better partner or partners. Um, and instead, I just had this very opposite reaction. You know, I I swung way in reverse of of having sex. You know, instead of going towards having better sex, I was just like, fuck this whole thing. I'm just not going to have any sex at all. And, you know, I write the show notes usually before I record the episode, and in doing so, I was kind of reflecting on the other events of the week, and I've come to think that um, while the in-person partner Shitty Sex was shitty, uh, there was another incident that happened with this person following all of the shitty sex that happened, you know, uh, via a text exchange. And I think, actually, that had more to do with my um, repulsion and complete turning my back on on having sex. I, I think it was really a result of that more than the sex, which <laughs> quite a feat. Anyway, um, to be specific, because who doesn't love specifics, uh, I, I thought I would just read you the text exchange and you can, you know, use this as an opportunity to formulate what I'm sure is going to be a strong opinion about how I responded. Um, but, you know, who doesn't love some good controversy and food for thought? So he writes me, and this exchange happened Tuesday, so the day after I recorded last week's quickie episode. And this is happening just before... Okay, so this is Monday night, actually. I'm, I'm looking at the text message, and it's from 12.44 a.m. Tuesday. So, anyway. He writes, Are you at blank? Blank being the place where we run into each other socially when we do. I respond, Nope, working at home. We need to do work. Which, I know what that means. He's making a, an innuendo. I reply, No, thanks. He writes, poor K. I respond, I don't think we're physically suited. And just as a side note, uh, I did take some time to respond with that exact set of words. Um, I did consider not replying at all, leaving it at no thanks, which would have been totally fine. I mean, I didn't need to respond at all, but I did. I thought it was the most tactful and honest way that I could reply. 
I really also thought once I sent that, that he would understand what I meant and drop it. (laughs) But he didn't. He wrote back, interesting, care to clarify. To which I'm sitting there reading this like, really? You really want to ask this question? Um, Anyone who knows me in real life knows when somebody asks me a direct question, I answer it honestly. Uh, You know, I can lie proactively, but not reactively. So when somebody asks me a question, it's like, it's like truth serum to my brain. So again, I pause. I pause. I paused a long time. Um, and I decided, you know, uh, he's asking and I should be honest. You know, I should, I should remain true to myself. So with much thought, I, uh, I did reply with the size of your penis is a deal breaker for me, which, you know, I'm not, I wasn't writing these with any tone. I wasn't trying to be insulting. I was merely trying to be matter of fact and honest. Um, I was also trying to be tactful, but you know, it's difficult to be specific and clarify something that you thought was specific enough. You know, I, I wasn't insulting him. And again, you know, just as a further side note, you know, it's a a preference for me, penis size, you know, none of this is, uh, about him as a person. I don't think there's anything, you know, characterologically wrong with him because he has a tiny dick. It just, it's not for me. You know, we literally are not physically suited. Maybe he feels that we are, but I do not feel that we are. So as long as two people are trying to make something work, both parties need to be in agreement on that point, and we are not. Anyway, so after I wrote, the size of your penis is a deal breaker for me, he writes, it's small, question mark, and then another text, I've only had consistent compliments. (laughs) Oh, the pauses that came after that. The pauses, the rolling of the eyes, the shaking my head. Um, because, you know, he he is in his mid-late-ish 20s, and he claims to have slept with, you know, a number of partners in the, the triple digits, which I don't disbelieve. I do believe absolutely that it's possible for somebody to sleep with that many partners and for them to never be honest Uh, absolutely believe that. So, uh, I don't want to continue that trend. (laughs) It's not good for anybody. Well, I mean, it's not that it's not good for, well, okay. My motivation in saying this was really goes back to the thing, you know, I mentioned in last week's episode, he wears Magnum condoms because he thinks he has a big dick and nobody has ever told him otherwise. And I think just in the brief conversation that we had in person about, masturbating. Uh, he probably doesn't watch porn. He's one of those people with rare specimens who don't. And maybe he just doesn't know because he hasn't seen enough other dicks to know. Like, I really think this is possible. I mean, it boggles the mind and it's hard to believe, but I do think it's possible. So, so my... <sighs> My willingness to say your penis is small was largely driven by one, you're going to keep asking me questions. Okay, I'm going to keep answering you and I'm not going to, you know, be dishonest. But also it felt like 
you know, I, I had mentioned when we were with each other in person, I did say, do you really think you need to wear Magnum condoms because they were baggy and I was worried they were going to fall off. And he should also be worried they are going to fall off and should also know that that's not what a condom, <laughs> how a condom is supposed to look on your dick, uh, which also speaks to the lack of sex education in this country, but whatever, that's another story. Anyway, so his last last text, I've only had consistent compliments. I write back, I don't believe in coddling. If you ask a question, I will answer it truthfully, and yes, it's small. Then he replies, I disagree. Well, what the fuck am I going to reply to that? <laughs> like, somebody's going to tell you they're just going to choose, okay, okay. Clearly, well, obviously you do, because you're buying Magnum condoms for yourself. And then to be expected, like, why didn't this come sooner? He writes, but it's your vagina. Of course it's my vagina. Of course. Yes. You know, don't forget that I have a recording of the sex we had and the things you said during that, but yes, it's my vagina that's the problem here. Whatever. Anyway, I reply, I'm sure my vagina was the reason the condom was baggy and didn't fit. To which he replies, girl, did you relapse? And then, that sounds cray. With an exclamation mark, because, of course, you know, being 20-something, he doesn't say crazy, he says cray, because this is the world we live in, and this is the child that I slept with. Uh, so, that was my Monday night. Um, yeah, so, that was kind of awful. Uh, didn't make me feel great about the choice I made in sleeping with him. I didn't feel great about the choices I made in my responses. You know, I don't feel, I don't feel good about it. While I was honest, and I'm proud of myself for being honest, you know, I probably should have just left it at no thanks and just turned my phone off. But I didn't, you know. But this is the problem, you know. Do not ask questions you don't want the answers to. This is just a lesson that comes with age. I don't know. Anyway. Aside from that, um, the only other thing that happened that had any, any sexual connotation to it uh, was a, a chat exchange that lasted for two hours and some with somebody, uh, somebody overseas that had contacted me through Instagram, who's really intriguing intellectually. We seem to have um, a lot of shared interests, and he's also... It's strange. I, I've seen pictures of his dick because I think the Growers versus Showers project might have been uh, part of the reason why he contacted me initially. And he also um, apparently has a thing for size queens, thing for size queens with short or shaved hair. So as I am, you know, both a size queen and have a shaved head, can fit that bill. Um, and it was funny. It's funny to talk to a guy that's into that and who's not largely endowed. You know, he does, his penis is bigger than the guy that I had the shitty sex with, but not, you know, my ideal. And he is, you know, fully aware of this and even pursues encounters with women that really do want bigger dicks. There's something about that that's appealing to him. So a lot of our conversation uh, explored that and the instruments he uses, you know, because that's a shortcoming of his. And our conversation also veered into very 
uh, not necessarily heated, but a passionate discourse on uh, the relationship, if any, between sexuality and politics, um, to which I was very much on the side of, I, well, it, he, he was leading with the assumption that this project was political and the assumption that because he thought that was the case that I would kind of agree with him about, you know, the danger of political feelings kind of influencing the actions in the bedroom and, you know, the kind of unhealthy activities that might result. Whereas I was like, you know, things like politics and, and religion spawn some pretty fascinating fetishes. So, you know, I was all for it. And I really didn't, I, I don't, I don't feel like this project is politically motivated. I've never felt that way. Even after having the conversation and thinking about it more specifically, I still, I don't feel that way. I don't think it's, um, morally driven or politically driven, which is not to say that pornography and sex are not political outside of this. Um, I really think these thoughts are about this project specifically. You know, my intention with this is more of um, addressing the behavior of people as people, not people, you know, dependent upon the political regime they're living under or the religious regime they're they're living under. Because those things are different all over the world, but there are certain things about humanity that are universal. And it's those things that I'm really interested in and that I'm really speaking to um, and motivated by. So, I don't know. It's just mo more food for thought. It was a, a really, it was a long conversation. And it did bring up a lot of, a lot of things I hadn't, philosophize about in a long time. So I'll be interested to get back to that conversation with him. Um, other than that, this week I have a big secret sexy thing that's supposed to happen in the middle of the week. Um, but I also did just realize a couple of hours ago that my period is imminent. So I'm really praying that it will come after this event. If it comes this week, According to my period app, it's not supposed to come this week, but that's a fucking crapshoot. So please do me the favor of praying with me that <laughs> my period will not come this week. Anyway, uh, one last thing. This is the final week of community voting for my bid to speak at South by Southwest 2020. My topic is using sex and porn online to change the world IRL. And again, this topic is very in line with the chat conversation that I was having with this gentleman. Um, and again, my motivation is not political. It really is kind of humanitarian. I do think that the world can be changed for the better. The human experience can be changed for the better. If we kind of uh, leverage the opportunities we have to change the way people interact with the sexual subject and sexual media online, I, I feel like in doing so, um, the potential for having a positive effect on people's real life interactions and responses is huge. Um, so if you want to know more about this proposal, uh, I've included a link to the proposal page. And if you go to the proposal page, you can vote and you can comment, both of which would I would be endlessly grateful for. If you have already voted, and I know some of you have, thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. And if you've already voted and you want to do a little bit more, 
Uh, I know it's kind of a pain in the ass because you do have to register for an account to vote and you have to register for a separate account to comment. Um, but community engagement, the engagement with the proposal itself, i.e. the commenting, I'm pretty sure is part of the, the voting. So it would be further appreciated. I would be even more grateful if you could do that. Um, and please share it. The voting ends this Friday, the 23rd, so there are only a few days left. Um, help me get there, please. Uh, as always, until Thursday, I wish you many orgasms and a better week than I had. And until then, be well. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sex Communication. Did you dig it? Tell a friend. Subscribe. Leave a review on iTunes. Send an email. I really would love for you to do all of these things. And if you'd like to know more about this project, visit graphicpaint.com slash sexpodcast for additional episodes and background on how this all began. And if you'd like to be a part of this podcast, send an email to sex at graphicpaint.com. Every story and experience is valuable, so why not do an interview or submit your own filthy audio? Be a part of our revolution and help us spread the message of sexy self-acceptance.